Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome to the Andy Staples Show. It's a Friday news dump edition. Auburn is keeping Brian Harson, And the first person who mentioned that might be a possibility to me was this man, Aaron Suttles, our Alabama beat writer, who, uh, who put that in our Slack chat late Wednesday. Was it late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning, Aaron? Right. You're like, I think he might. I think they might be keeping him. <laughs> and no one believed me at the time. <laughs> I, I sure didn't. Well, why would you? I mean, if you look at the way that thing was trending, um, I, I don't know if it was you that put it out on Twitter today, and I thought it was well received. That the call was coming from inside the house. Was that you? Was no, that, that you? wasn't me. But that, yeah, that that does sound about right. That's a that's yeah. a good way to put it. This whole investigation was started internally, leaked to the media, put yes. stuff put on message boards, and you know, I like you were talking before we started recording. I'm really rooting for Brian Harson in all this. He's been drugged through the mud. Isn't imagine going on vacation, a great place like Mexico. You're just trying to relax. That was nothing of a relaxing vacation. That had to have been. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the timing of this had nothing to do with it. Like that he went on vacation right. and then all of a sudden this this blows up. Like yeah. it. Yeah, it was a total inside job. And I, I, Jay Gouge, the president of Auburn, who deserves quite a bit of blame here because he's the one who officially acknowledged it last Friday by saying they had a decision to make. Yep. Tisk tisking everyone yeah. Give me a in break. his statement. No, that's, that's BS. Cool. Yeah. Like, you all did this to your guy and now you want to blame everybody else. Nobody internally from Auburn other than Brian Harson has, has the, um, the standing behind them to say to, to, to tisk anyone. Like, this, you started this. You put this man through that. You put his family through that. There were rumors that put an extended family through that, that put a young lady that works at Auburn through all of this. It's disgusting, a lot of it. It's shameful. And well, it all what, Auburn. I, what legal recourse to some of these people? Like, could you – is there a way to figure out who planted some of these things on the message board and sue them? I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. If, if I were Brian Harson, I just want to get some of them alone in a, in a room. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it looks clear. Like, I don't think anyone, like, officially with Auburn put that young lady in this, but people that support Auburn did. And that, that's the craziest part. And, and you haven't heard us talking about that rumor on this show. You haven't seen us writing about it because that's one of those things that you don't acknowledge if there's no verification because you're just going to drag people through the mud and it might be wrong and it might yeah. be done with ill intent, which. I think it was in this case. And so here's what Brian Harson said in his statement. He said, this has been one of the hardest weeks of my career and it had nothing to do with my coaching ability. The personal attacks on me and my family went too far and were without justification. Their resolve through this experience has been incredible, but also completely expected. We saw and felt the worst of the worst in some people. Fortunately, we also saw the best of the best in others and will always be grateful for the support of so many through a difficult time. I, and, and he goes on to thank the players who supported him and, and everybody else. 
I listen. I said they need to part way. They need to pay Brian Harson his money and let him go. One because of this, but two because it's a bad fit. It's not going to work. They're going to fire him anyway. They're going to pay him anyway. But this just makes it so much worse. It does, and and I'm glad. Listen, the human being part of me, I'm glad he didn't absolve any of the people that've been making his life hell and his family's life hell. No, I, he should get every penny from them. And I'm I'm glad you didn't read it, but part of his statement, he says, you know, talking about himself as a husband, that was very pointed. Like, yes, he's saying, I didn't do anything. I didn't step outside my marriage. And right. I don't he said, I, I know I know who I am as a husband, father, and football coach, and cooperated fully throughout this process. But husband first. He didn't put football coach first. He put husband first. Yeah. No, and 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 so I I am glad he he dug his heels in on this because they should have to pay him every single penny. And they're going to let him coach this year. They're going to probably fire him after this year because it's not going to work. Well, they, they thought he was going to accept a, a negotiated buyout. Yeah, reduced buyout, and he said no. Good. This is your making. I didn't do anything here. Yeah, I, and that that's the part I, I just. I don't know why you prolong this unless you just don't have the money. I know I know half the money would be due in 30 days and then it's four equal annual installments after that. So they'd have to come up with 9 million bucks right away. Maybe they didn't have that. I don't know, but when you think it couldn't get any dumber, this happens. Cuz this all of this Aaron and I wrote this to, on on Friday. It could have all been done behind the scenes. They could have asked questions never acknowledged it publicly and it would have never really really risen beyond like message board wives Let me ask you, Randy, um if they, if this had not gone if this wasn't so public facing so so forward facing they had gone to him behind the scenes do you think he still wants to be there or do you think he dug in just because of a matter of principle like if you had oh, gone I, to him before all this went in, in message boards and played out the way it did if you said listen this isn't working out we're not the best fit you're probably not don't feel like the best fit here what if we just give you this and you go somewhere else do you think it would have taken oh, no, I think you would have dug in, and I would have dug in too. I think everybody would have if they had a contract and it said you got to pay me this much if you want to get rid of me. I, I I don't blame him at all for digging in, and and I, listen, he ought to get more out of him after this. But but yeah, no, I I think if this had been handled all behind the scenes, it would have resulted in the same thing. But maybe never gotten as public as it did. It it probably would have gotten out in in some kind of innuendo form. But it never would have been the president of the university saying we have to make a decision. Once you say you have to make a decision, we know you're trying to fire him. So they were very publicly trying to fire him. Yeah. And to the point where they're drafting new bylaws for the university while he's on vacation. <laughs> it's just, just it is amazing. And and this is this is a program that can be successful. That's the part. <laughs> That, right. They won the national title 12 years ago. They played for the national title nine years ago. They won the SEC West five years ago. None of this is ancient history. Like Auburn can be better than this, but I, you can't do it now with this. Like the guy was not recruiting well from the start. I mean, he, he's, he doesn't, in, understand. He doesn't know. He doesn't understand the SEC well enough to recruit. Right. Doesn't know what he doesn't know. And you could tell him that now, but it's too late. Because now you've kneecapped him completely. Even if he'd come back from vacation and said, okay, I get it. 
I that the first 14 months I was here, I did not recruit the way I should have. We're going to fix everything. We're going to schedule our junior days eight months in advance and make sure they're not on the same day as as Alabama's junior day uh, and make sure that they coincide with big basketball weekends and all that stuff. We're going to, you know, we're going to get out there and, and try to get the, the, the best players. We're going to use all the NIL, you know, stuff and, and all of that to our advantage. It doesn't matter now because yeah. if I'm Nick Saban, Brian Kelly, Jimbo Fisher, Kirby Smart, Mike Norvell, Billy Napier, Dabo Sweeney, all the people who are recruiting the kind of players that, that Auburn should want. I'm just like, well, you saw it happen. Yeah. You think he's going to be there? And I, I wrote this. This is a, you know, you're used to it in, in Florida and, and Georgia's risen up, but Alabama produces its fair share per capita. Yeah. Really oh, yeah. And, and, and 23 especially. They've got five five stars. they got 11 players in the top 100. 11, including players at, at, at Central Phoenix City, which is just down the road from Auburn, including Montgomery. And these guys aren't even on – Auburn's not even on their list, Andy. And, and yeah. by the way, spring practice starts in about a month. They don't have an offensive coordinator. Yes, right, because the guy that Brian Harson hired, Austin Davis, had no experience recruiting in college. I don't know that's, if that's why he quit. All we've heard are rumors about why he quit, and they all seem to support one side, whether, right. whether you want to believe that Brian Harson made a horrific hire or that there was something you know that they didn't know when they hired him that, that caused this. But it, it was a bad hire on Brian Harson's part. Like, Hire someone who understands where you are. Like you had Mike Bobo. I'm assuming the hire of Mike Bobo was somebody told Brian Harson, listen, you need an SEC Sherpa. And he's about as SEC as it gets. But they fired him right after the season. Yep. And, and, and people knew it was coming. Yeah. And, and then you lose Derek Mason. Why Derek Mason is not an SEC guy. He's been in the SEC all as a he's head He's an coach. SEC head coach for seven years. Yeah. And he, he takes a he takes much less money to go to uh, Oklahoma State. So, I mean, the writing's on the wall. You're right. This is not going to work out. And I listen. I think Brian Hartson. Listen, I, I watched his Auburn team. This whole thing when the players were talking about they didn't want to play hard for Brian Hartson. They didn't like him. They played awful hard against Alabama. Well, they, I, they I think I think the majority of that roster will play hard for him. I, I and I think they may get something out of this, at least in the locker room, because it may galvanize the players behind Brian Harson. which, look, I hope that works out for him. I just, unfortunately, they have to play Alabama and Georgia every year. They have to play LSU and Texas A&M every year. Yeah. So, I just, I don't know, and I don't know what you do at this point, because, and I'm sure the internal conversation with, the money people and the administration at Auburn was, well, if we, if we fire him now, people are going to think we're a bunch of clowns and we're not going to be able to hire anybody good. I don't know how to break this to you guys in November. Everybody's going to still think you're a bunch of clowns. Yeah. And you, you talked about maybe not having the stomach to, to just pay his full buyout. Well, they, they're still paying Gus Malzahn. They just right. handed over Bruce Pearl, a lot of money to coach basketball in the SEC. They, they are, um, you know, they're building some football facilities there on campus. They got a lot of expenditures right now, and they've gone to their boosters when they screwed up the, the Gus Malzahn extension. And, and so it, that's why this doesn't feel – it feels so uh, familiar with Auburn because they, they can point to, well, we've only had four coaches since 1982 or whatever they want to say. But, yeah, but you spent every offseason trying to fire Gus Malzahn, which puts you in the media 
trying to get rid of your coach. So whether you got rid of him or not, that after the end of each season, you, you went through that public relations nightmare. I mean, yeah. it's part of it at all. We'll be right back after these words. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Brian Harson is the first... Is he the first Auburn coach in how long to to not either... No, he's only been there a year. Maybe, maybe he can pull this yeah. off. We're not. We're saying he probably can't. But to win the SEC or go undefeated, because Gus did that, Tommy yeah. Tuberville did that, Terry Bowden did that, yeah. Pat yeah. Dye did that. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, Auburn, as you mentioned, they're always sort of in the shadow of Alabama. But if you look what they've done, they've. I mean, Gus Malzahn beat Nick Saban more than anybody else. So they've, they've they've done great things. They just it just never felt like a fit there from day one when the boosters were trying to force Kevin Steele and try to sort of push him in, and then Alan Green sort of won that battle. He's lost it now, and he's been strangely quiet throughout yeah. this. So here's here's what ha- I'm I'm wondering: is this even possible? Because I, I I think. You saw what Auburn tried to do when they fired Gus. They, they tried to hire Billy Napier. They talked to Brent Venables. Are you a little surprised now that you've seen some other schools in action? They didn't try to do what USC did or what LSU did, where they just tried to get a massive name. Yeah. I think it would be tough right now. It will, it'll awesome. be impossible now. Yeah, that, but Their roster right now is... is they're not going to be projected high in the SEC next year. And it gets worse in 2023 and 2024. I mean, they didn't sign anybody on signing day. Maybe. Yeah. And, and I know the portal and, and this one time uh, allowing seven players to come in to add to the 25 can help. But it, it, you adding a portal guy is not the same as you adding a four or five year guy. It's, right. 
So, or and if you're going to add portal guys, add them the way Lane Kiffin did, yeah. and that's that that'll be because there's still a chance. Like Harson ha- will have a chance to try to recruit portal guys post spring. Yeah. There's going to be another wave of this, so maybe he can he can make things a little bit better. But if I were him, I just keep my head down. Coach these guys as best I can. You know, look look at this team as best you can. As far as the recruiting part goes, I, I mean, how hard do you have to recruit at this point? You got you got to make sure you're you're keeping your job and not giving them a reason to fire wow. you for cause. But that's really about it. And it got it got a lot harder in the southeast to recruit this offseason. Yeah, what Billy Napier's now at Florida. Mario, watch out for Mario at Miami. Yes, I agree. Uh, and now you got. You know Kirby doing what he does at Georgia, and you sort of get the sense that Dabo is going to be back, and it's just it's tough to recruit. And, and now you, with this coaching staff in particular, no one really takes you seriously. So it's they're they're behind the eight ball. How much does what Kirby ha, has done at Georgia? How much does that has that affected Auburn psychologically? Because that is your your every year East opponent. That's not you know like. If you're if you're LSU, you're not as worried about what they're doing. If you're Alabama, you probably are worried because you see them in the SEC championship game. But like for Auburn, you gotta see them every year. The 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 biggest city nearest you is their capital city. And listen, it, it's working in basketball because if, if Georgia had a basketball team, yeah, to keep basketball talent in the state, they would be where Auburn is in basketball. Right. I mean, that was a the great example. Is Auburn goes up to to Stegman Coliseum last yep. weekend, nearly loses, doesn't. But you're looking at like, oh wait, Jabari Smith, Walker Kessler, and then and one of their players is a transfer from Georgia. But the the other guys were from Georgia. And, and historically, if you look at Auburn football rosters, they they rely very heavily upon two states outside of Alabama, and that's Georgia and Florida. Yeah, and it's tougher than ever. It's going to be tougher than ever. I, mean, I don't know what Norwell's going to do at Florida State, but I, I know the way Billy Napier recruits. I know the way – I especially know the way Mario recruits, the way Nick recruits Florida. The way, I mean, it's going to be tough, tough, tough going for Auburn for a few years. Yeah, I, I am curious because the, the the Napier and Cristobal thing really does ratchet up the intensity. I, I, I almost wonder, though – I was thinking about this today because you, you did see Jimbo get Texas A&M into that number one spot. Kirby obviously has – has produced some great classes at Georgia over the last few years. If the, if it gets spread out more at the top, does that allow another school to get in more easily? If it's not just one school, big footing, everybody like Alabama was for, sure. for so long. Yeah. I think, you know, recruiting is part of it. You, you know, you were even in a program and it's, you got to develop it too. I mean, Jerry Donardo recruited at LSU. I mean, go back to oh, yeah. So it's, recruiting is a big part of it, but I mean, Jimbo's got a history of what he did at Florida State. Um, Kirby's now got one under his belt. Um, I think it's only a matter of time. You just sort of get the feeling with the talent in close proximity to Gainesville that Billy's going to do it, especially playing in the East. So it doesn't. I mean, I, I like I like what Tennessee did last year, but they don't have the recruiting to, to compete with Georgia. So right. I think it's really going to, and the East is going to come down to. I think Florida's going to get there now. Who knows what, what Brian Kelly's going to do at LSU, and then we know what Jimbo the talent he has. So it's the SEC is going to be a lot tougher than it's been in a few years. And, oh, by the way, Oklahoma and Texas are coming. So you, you've got to deal with that level of, of player that they can get. Where do, you, where do you put 
Auburn with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma and tiers program, where would you put them? One to, to 16. That's a good question. Okay. All right. So let's, we're adding Oklahoma and Texas into the league. So the, the tier, if we're doing the tiers, Alabama and, and Georgia are one and one a, and then it goes down from there at, I'd say Texas A&M, LSU. LSU's there, yeah. Now, Florida, oh, I don't know if Florida's there yet. We you know, we think Florida can get there under Billy Napier, but I, I think you've got to prove that. Yeah. So I think I think LSU and A&M are kind of there. And then you got Florida, Kentucky, Ole Miss. Or is Ole Miss not there? I'd put, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Absolutely. But where's all? I think Auburn's in that bunch right now, or or can be in that bunch, yeah. and has the has the upward mobility. Like the thing about Auburn, Auburn can be in the top tier. There's no, no reason why it can't be. It's a it's a it's a great campus, incredible football atmosphere, great football history. They care deeply about it. If they just get out of their own way, they can be in that top tier. I agree. I mean, I have issues about, or I have questions about their consistency consistently being able to do it but you know they're one of those teams that listen i go down to jordan here once every other year and it's it's incredibly go look at nick saban's results there oh i'm I'm telling you like there there are days there like when auburn is good there are days where you could have the 85 bears come in it's incredible and they won't win auburn was not not a very good football team this year they're okay yeah dominated that football game dominated yeah so that and and that's what that's what makes me sad about all this because it is a great football program it It should be a great football program that competes regularly for sec and national titles and when you make decisions like this which just is basically doubling down on a bad decision you already made but then you made it worse by trying to go behind the guy's back like i just that's what frustrates me at every level, and they're not. Yeah, what's going to take? Well, it's it, it it's interesting. Like our friend Cole Kubelik put this out there earlier when when he was saying that it looked like they were going to keep Brian Harson. He's saying, you know, everybody realizes things has have to change. Yep. The question is, will the the you know trustees at Auburn who have typically been pretty heavy handed and all this, will they ever get to the point where the Alabama people are? And have been well, since Nick Saban got there. And, and people will point to what was the biggest thing Nick Saban did when he gets to Alabama. And a lot of people always point, well, he recruited that great 2008 class. And it was. It started before then. He let the people know, the boosters, I'm making the decision. Right. And it's, it was understood. Auburn's not there. And now there's a vacuum of power because there's a new president coming in. Mm-hmm. The AD's got five months left on his contract. And there's this football. It's going to be wrestling for power. So whoever they bring in has got to have a very strong personality. Yeah. And, and they're going to need to bring in – I think they need to bring in a strong AD who can who can get those guy uh, people under control. I don't I don't know if it's possible. It's not no, easy, but but you have situations where you know you look at at Danny White going into Tennessee. Now he, he I think he went in at, a, at an advantageous time where the the two warring factions at Tennessee had kind of been pro Fulmer and anti Fulmer, and with Philip Fulmer getting pushed out, the the pro Fulmer faction was weakened, and Danny could come in and say, listen. I'm in charge now. We're doing it this way. But you've seen that when, you know, I think, it, you know, Scott Woodward, was, who, who is the current AD at LSU, 
was the AD at Texas A&M when they hired Jimbo Fisher. He had autonomy, but that was because their chancellor, John Sharp, had gotten everybody together already. Like, if you go back to when when A&M was trying to decide whether to stay in the Big 12 or go to the SEC, they were not aligned at all until the Longhorn Network pissed them off enough to be like, no, we all want to go to the SEC. And And all of a sudden... You saw more aligned Texas A&M, yeah. and it became a little more powerful entity. So yeah. that's that's what Auburn's got to get figured out. Maybe you know the, they just hired a new president. He was the dean of the engineering school. He's been there. Maybe maybe he can help. Maybe whoever they bring in as the AD after Alan Green because it's uh, Green's contract. I, I looked it up. Runs through January thirty first, twenty twenty three. So okay. um, we'll see how long that lasts because I, I would think if if they do move on Harson after the season. They're probably going to want a different AD making the hire. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. Andy, you cover the, I just cover one school. You cover a lot of schools. You're national. Have you ever seen a situation like this where you can hear from the AD? Yes, once, once. Randy Spetman, when Florida State pushed out Bobby Bowden. Yeah. You're firing a legend. And the athletic director has nothing to say. Randy Spetman is not a guy who'd be afraid of anything. The man was an Air Force pilot, like very brave guy, but clearly was was not in a place in their power structure where he had any decision making power or anything to say about anything. Because I I remember I was with with Andrew Carter, who who now works for the Raleigh News and Observer, but Andrew was covering Florida State for the Orlando Sentinel at the time, and we. The day that Bobby Bowden got fired, we tried to get Randy Spetman to talk to us, and basically he ran into an elevator to get away from us. That says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, it was just, it was crazy. I found Alan Green not being a part of that that press release today very odd. I it, but they've telegraphed that they've made it very clear that that they don't feel like he's in their future plans. So, uh, and he hired Brian Harson. So yeah. After winning a power struggle against the people who wanted Kevin Steele. And and that's that's why I keep going back to if those people because like Scott Woodward had Jimbo Fisher lined up before he fired Kevin Sumlin. If those people had somebody lined up that wasn't Kevin Steele, that wasn't on campus where it didn't look like it was a, a palace coup, how different does this all work out? Yeah. I think they I don't, I didn't, I don't, I think they underestimated Brian Harson's ability to dig in and fight. Well, I listen, good for him. I may I, be critical of his recruiting, but I am very good. impressed with the way he handled all this really because has. I, I would not have been as calm yeah. as he's been through all this. I would have just, I would have been saying some ridiculous things right. and, you know, probably giving them a reason to fire me for cause. He and didn't. And in a very political way, that, that statement he released was pretty strong. It was. When you're playing politics. I mean, he didn't Correct. exalt him from anything. And he knows where it all came from. Yeah. You know, Jay Gouge can say it came from from came internet from. rumors and, and media. No, it didn't. It came, I mean, came look, from inside the house. And some of the coverage of it, too. It, it was being leaked. They yeah. wanted certain stories out at certain times, and it didn't work. Well, we'll see what happens. I... I I have a feeling this is a uh, this is going to get uglier before it gets better. Uh, one of the commenters at the bottom of my story on Friday. I wish I could. 
I want to make sure I I give this person credit, so hopefully I can find it. Yes, Chad, uh, one of our lovely readers at The Athletic, uh, war damn lame duck is what he said. I mean, that's what it is. And it's going to cost them this recruiting class. It's going to cost them with this. I mean, you know how recruiting works. You're recruiting juniors now. Yep. It's, they're they're going to fall behind a couple of classes. All right. Well, start saving your pennies, Auburn folks, because you're going to have to pay that buyout anyway at some point and then, then start all this over and try to do it better next time. That's all I ask. We'll talk to you later.